the end of the week. But the start of Luke and Lewis. Check it out, check it out. Let's go. On 1019. You ready? The Fox. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, it's Sunday night. We've got a great show coming up for you guys, don't we, Luke? Yes. Um, I found a bag of yours. It's been around the building for months now. It's been sitting on mm. a desk, and it's a bag full of your stuff. Ah, yes, the and, bag. And I know, I, it well. I know you know the bag, <laughs> and it's full of the most peculiar items mm. that have they don't make sense to me. So I want um, to get to the bottom of that. Yeah, well, there's a very good reason, and I'll tell you later in the show. Yeah. Uh, also. <laughs> So, uh, the Bachelor in Paradise is starting soon, so you, right, you, must be, you must be frothing at the bit. Well, I mean, it's starting at 7.30. We've got a TV ready to go in the studio. Yes. Um, it was part of... The, I wrote that into my contract. I said, look, if I can't catch up on Rasha Gunsberg's content, then I'm not doing the gig. <laughs> and, um, yes, so we're, we're going to talk about Bachelor in Paradise next. Yes, and the uh, Melbourne International Comedy Festival starting soon, so we've got an up-and-coming comedian on the show, apart from us. <laughs> That'll be up later in the show. Bachelor in Paradise is coming up, and if you don't know, guys, Luke, my co-host, is probably the biggest fan of anything Bachelor-related. I'm just a fan of the franchise. Yeah. I'm a fan of The Bachelorette. Anything that comes out uh, with Osher Gunsberg hosting it, I'm initially going to be a fan of. Mate, you treat The Bachelor like normal people treat like a footy team. It's like anything with Richmond on it, I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah, no, well, it is. It's it's like the only sport that I watch. I just watch, like, girls get rejected <laughs> on TV. Oh, it's but, kind um, of a game. You can win. Right. I'll, I'll classify it as a sport. But you need the, a good rig. Yeah, but the reason why I'm so excited about The Bachelor in Paradise, Lewis, mm. all-new ball game. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise, for those who don't know, it's not like The Bachelor where there's, like, uh, a bunch of girls or a bunch of guys, uh, you know, trying to get in with one person. Mm. I mean, that's good content. But this is an all-stars match of all the old competitors from the previous seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. They put them on an island and they just film them for like three weeks. Yeah, that is like an all-stars game. They kiss, they fall in love, they fight again. It's great. Yeah, no, that's that's just like all-stars. Do you reckon Strawny's going to come out at (laughs) halftime with a pie? Is that going to happen? We can only hope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I mean... This so I, I've, the, the well, promo's been running like for months. Well, that just like it's going to be chaos. Dude, you, you like, we know um, Jared. You, you know who Jared is because I talked about him a lot on the show last year oh, uh, the from Kino. The Bachelorette. Captain Kino, Kane. bit of a thirsty boy, was uh, <laughs> Captain Keen for Sophie Monk yeah. and got rejected in the final hour. He's back on the show. You've got Kira. She's a, a, a bit of a villain on the mm-hmm. show. You've got fan favourites. You've got your Taras, your Apollos. I can't believe you know these names, man. What do you mean? I can't believe you you're looking at me and I say Apollo and you don't go, oh yeah. Well, it just makes me think of the Greek god. I know, and when you look at him, you'll be like, yep, that's him. (laughs) (laughs) So, I've been watching these promos, I've been sucked in for months, and what I always impresses me about Mm. these shows is how genius the producers are. Yeah, because the producers, they set everything up and they basically position horrible people to fight with each other. Yes. Which sounds like it wouldn't be that hard, and but you need to do it in a creative way. Not even that. They manipulate people just to get the reaction that they want for TV. Yeah. 
Jared, obviously, he's a bit of a Kino. He know he's known. He's widely known for being enthusiastic towards women, right? Yes. <laughs> he, he falls in love with every girl he meets. Yes, and he fell in love greatly with Sophie Monk. So what the producers have done, they've gone and found a girl who looks very similar to Sophie Monk, and Genius. they've been running this promo. Jared, nice, nice to meet you. Resemblance between Sophie and Ali is quite strong. Hopefully he doesn't fall too hard. Hello. You got the eyes and you got the smile. You're just stupidly hot. <laughs> Poor bloke. He's gonna stupidly get sucked hot. in. Oh and, man. And Dude, I can't wait. I he hope signed the contract for that yeah. to happen. It's well, his own fault. That's silly because that guy. I don't know because we, we kind of covered when he was on the regular Bachelor, yeah. and he didn't have a good time. No, no, no. I, he I, he thoroughly unenjoyed himself and yeah. got publicly humiliated. I mean, Australia. I liked it. I I enjoyed making fun yeah. of him on the radio, but I don't think he enjoyed getting made fun of on the radio. No. And then this was another promo that ran. So this was in a different promo, yeah. and this is him complaining, just what you said about not having perhaps the best time yeah. on this show. I hate this feeling. Just sick of getting hurt. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> well, stop going on the shows then. Yeah. Stop putting yourself in a position where you can go on national TV and get humiliated. Yeah, see, I think Jared is confusing the purpose of The Bachelor shows. No one who, who created The Bachelor and who set up this TV show, not a single person working there is like, we're going to help Jared find a wife. No. Everyone there is like, we're going to make great TV. Yeah. And what's great TV? Jared crying. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, what are you doing with my bag? So, Lewis, I've found this bag that's been in the office for about three months now, mm. and it is one of the most mind-boggling things to look inside. It's the most mysterious... Ah, that, ex- that explains the mysterious music. It is It is the most mysterious <laughs> four items. That that's a mystery in itself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lewis... Yes. There is four items in this bag, yeah. and you claim well. yes. you claim that there's a reason. Mate, there is not only a reason for each individual item, the, there is a reason why all of those items are in a bag together. The, how can these items be connected? i got reasons on reasons. After man. the break, I'm going to reveal what the items are, mm-hmm. and we're going to try and get to the bottom of what you're planning to do with these four items. Well, one mystery solved. We know why there was mystery music. And after some non-mysterious music, we'll solve the other one. Lewis, I've discovered the most mysterious four items in a bag that you've had on on a desk for months. You've kept this bag in the radio st- at the radio station here. Quite mysterious. There's only four items. It's a Mad Mex bag from the... Uh, oh, good. The music's back. I was going to say, it's pretty mysterious to not have mysterious music yeah. during a mystery segment. But it's glad we've <laughs> cracked that case once again. Great thinking, 99. So, Lewis. Yes? The thing that's getting me with this, there's four items in this bag. Mm-hmm. They are four of the most random items ever that I cannot connect at all. Well, obviously you're not very and, smart. And the thing, <laughs> the, the other thing is, it's in a Mad Max bag, and you've never got anything. You've never shopped at Mad Max, mate. When I not you a, don't not, eat burritos. Not even I don't shop at Mad Max. Why does a burrito store have bags? Yeah, like plastic. Massive bag. Oh, I thought you'd know. You have a Mad Max no, bag. I just found it one day. And I was like, oh, Mad Max has bags? Oh, great. I've got four things that would go great in this. Here's what I think you've done. Can I have a guess? Yeah. I think 
Well, so, okay, been? wait, sorry, the four items are. I've got to yeah. tell you people what the four items are. Mm-hmm. The, the first item yep. is a fake gold Logie trophy. Uh, objection, that is real. Objection, it's plastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second item is a promotional lanyard Sustained. with nothing attached to it. Yes. So it's not like it's a pass for anything. It's just a lanyard. Just just the lanyard with the promotional stuff on it. The mm-hmm. third item yep. is a full bottle mm-hmm. of 50 uh, SPF plus sunscreen. Slip, slop, slap, mate. <laughs> but you've never even opened <laughs> and you've been here for months. Slip, slop, slap at your leisure. And I have not... <laughs> I haven't found the perfect You didn't even yet. use it all summer. Mm. And the last item mm. in this mysterious bag is white glue. PVC that glue. One, that one is open. Opened. Yes. Now, I've never seen you using glue around the office. I don't know what you're sticking together. I thought it was sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lewis, can can I have a quick guess? Uh, yeah. I think of what I'm using all four. Yeah. So items. the only the only way I can put and the re- you've said for you guess, mate. I'll say that there is a specific reason for each of those items individually, and a reason for why they're all in a bag. Wow. That's Together. Like five so reasons. they are connected. Yes. I think the reason is you're planning mm-hmm. a heist on Scotty Cam. <laughs> to do an Indiana Jones style swap. Yeah. So you've got a fake Logie, right? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Real. he keeps his on the set of the block. Yes. You come in instead of a bag of sand where he mm-hmm. switches it for the idol. Yeah. You switch this fake gold Logie with Scotty Cam's real one. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you've got the thing is you're planning to do it in summer. Mm-hmm. That's why the sunscreen there is. Yeah. You've got the lanyard to look more <laughs> official yeah. when you're there. So you look like you should be on set of the block. Mm-hmm. And you've got PVC glue to fit in with Scotty Cam because he loves DIY. <laughs> and he would be like, mad respect, mate. Nice glue. Close. Close? <laughs> no, very far away. Very no, far away. no, okay. of course not. That's ridiculous. Well, I don't need to steal a Logie. I've got a real one. You're holding it. It's fake. <laughs> now, I think... Oh, sorry, I'm not even close. No, you're way off. Well, maybe we need... I need your guys' help. If you're listening and you have any ideas of how these four items are connected, a fake Logie's trophy, uh, sunscreen, PVC glue, and a lanyard, if you have any ideas of what Lewis could be possibly doing, give us a call on 131060. I need your help. If anybody gets this, they're a genius. Oh, and please call because I'm so confused and Lewis is refusing to tell me what they all have in common. Give us a call, 131060. Why? Please help me explain Lewis's bag of mysterious items. <laughs> Luke, you've brought in a bag with four of my things in it, very personal items to me, very important things uh, that are all obviously... There's a big reason why they're in no, there. No, this, this is the most mysterious bag I've seen in the building. You've had it here for months, mm-hmm. and there's only four items in this mad mechs bag. The four Good items... mystery. Where's our mystery well, music? I oh, just... There it is. <laughs> just detected it. Lewis found it everyone the don't four, worry the four items <laughs> yes. the four items are a fake Logie's trophy uh, PVC glue real, real sunscreen glue. fake sunscreen <laughs> I don't need to know the authenticity I just want to no, know no, why no no it's, it's real it's real and Cancel a lanyard the so it's fake Logie's trophy sunscreen PVC glue and a lanyard mm. and I put it to the cords I was like uh, guys, I need your help. Mm-hmm. What is Lewis planning to do? At first, I guess that you were trying to um, 
heist Scotty Cam's Logie from him on the mm-hmm. set of the block, which is way into the PV suit glue to fit in, and yeah. then the lanyard to look official, and then uh, it was doing, you're doing it in summer, so that's why you which need sunscreen. Which is just obviously false, because why do I need Scotty Cam's logo? I've got my own. No, it's fake. Lewis, it's plastic. Okay, it weighs nothing. Fake it till you <laughs> make like, it, baby. I have one more theory. <laughs> yes. Before we get to the calls, can, can I do one more theory? Yes. I think it might be mm-hmm. you were... Go- <laughs> you, you, something to do with like you going to a bodybuilding contest, so they're like tanned and stuff. So you've seen this. This is the, the, the trophy logo. is yeah. not for a trophy. It's just like what you aspire to be: a golden man, golden mm-hmm. bronzed man. Yes, and that's, then that's quite true. You've bought sunscreen yeah. to throw it out. Yeah, because you won't need that if you're going to be really tan. <laughs> and yeah. then you're probably just going to glue muscles on because you're pretty skinny. Um, and the lanyard will give you extra weight. <laughs> is that far off? That's you couldn't be further off. Mm. You're in another universe, man. <laughs> Well, Alex did call in. We couldn't yeah. get him on the line, but another guy called in and said uh, he thought you wanted to make a paper mache logie because you've got craft supplies. Mm. I'm not sure how that explains the lanyard. Again. But it means this is your model. Guys, why do you think I have the need to make a logie? Because. I have one. You've never been on TV, <laughs> you've never been nominated. You're not. You're never going to get one. You're right, man. I should. Can you give me a newspaper? I'm actually going to start paper mache. <laughs> All right. We have um, Michael. Michael, why do you think Lewis has these four items? Well, I have to say the block is pretty close guess, but I think you're way off. Yeah. What I actually think is you two guys are actually going to go to the Logies. So that's why you've got the, yeah, the, right. Logie, the Logie Award. Yet to um, receive an invite, but thank you. We really appreciate that you think we're good enough to be there. Um, they're in the Gold Coast this year, so that's the reason for the sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Good. Because you don't want to yeah. get Yeah, slip, slop, slap. You have the lanyard because you need to access all areas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Though good. you guys aren't on the TV, I think you might be on the red carpet. Yes. Right. Some interviewing or something like that. Mm-hmm. As for the glue, I'm thinking the glue is what sticks it all together or you two guys need to stick together because you're going together. Uh, I like it, man. Uh, that was very <laughs> philosophical about just at the end with the glue there. Um, <laughs> we're not coming as Siamese twins on the red carpet. No. I'm going to throw a spanner in the works, man. Why do I have? Why is it all in the bag, though? Why has he been keeping it in the office, Michael? Mm, not sure about that. Yeah. Not sure about that. I mean, really? it's like he's been planning this for months. Yes, well, I guess you. I guess you've got to get a heads up to as to them coming, so you guys can make arrangements and that sort of a thing. <laughs> well, um, I guess, and really just to tempt you as well, <laughs> <laughs> Michael. It's got to the time where I guess, Lewis, are you going to reveal I'm, now why? I am going to reveal the reason why, and upon revealing, Radio Mike, I would like you to end the mysterious music, <laughs> but not yet. Thus, the mystery is gone. <laughs> right, Luke, the sunscreen bought it a while ago to use as sunscreen. Hasn't been opened. Hasn't been opened. <laughs> Waste of money. Annoying to apply. <laughs> Trophy. Bought it because I beat you in a race one day for myself. Ah, oh, is that what it was? Then we forgot why. Yep. But I couldn't be bothered getting rid of it. <laughs> lanyard. Went to, a, went to a promotional event one day. Got given a lanyard. Chucked it in the bag. Glue. Stumped. No I actually idea. have no idea why the glue's <laughs> But the reason so why, why all the, the main mystery, together. the reason why they're all in the bag why together... Why have you kept them round? ...is because 
I've been meaning to put them in the bin and I just haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> Case Michael, closed. Michael, are you shocked? I am very shocked. Speechless. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, but I'm thoroughly <laughs> underwhelmed. Case closed, guys. You know what? You, you poor effort of solving the mystery. You, 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 you're never going to get your own mystery. I think down. I was pretty close with the block heist. You know what? Watch That's out, what Scotty I should Cam. be using. It oh, for. let's now go rob Scotty Cam. We're doing it. Watch during out, the Scott. <laughs> Luca Lewis. We are joined with a very special guest, Michael Schaefer. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thanks, guys. Thanks for getting my, my name right. Yes. Um, Michael Schaefer is a fellow comedian uh, about to do the comedy festival. Yes, stoked about it. Yes, and uh, the show is called Kosher Bacon. That's it. And before we just went to air, I found out what kosher bacon meant. Yeah, it's uh, was. Well, and kosher bacon is like, uh, kosher is like uh, the, the word yeah. that uh, Jews use for food we can have. Yes, like halal. Yeah. The, that's how you explained it to me, and I went, oh. <laughs> you know, Luke has been calling it kosher all week, and I yep. just let him go. I'm like, dude, for, you actually think kosher is like Osher Gunsberg's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> for a bit, and then for a bit, I was like, maybe it's like Koshy's bacon. <laughs> and you were just like, it was an ode to sunrise. Yeah, Kosher is actually a combination of Osher Gunsberg and Koshi. <laughs> The one person he hosts The Bachelor on Sunrise. And everyone's always tired. <laughs> dating. It's a horrible show. Well, thank you very much for coming on, <laughs> on the show, Michael. Uh, what is what's your show about? Does it have a theme? Oh, it kind of has a theme. It's mostly just like my funny jokes from like the last twelve months that I've just kind of stitched together. But it's about things that make no sense. Kind of like mm. kosher bacon, like a paradox makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of uh, Jewish people come along and they're like, "Oh, this is going to be great. We're going to have a nice Jewish boy doing his little Jewish jokes," and they yeah. are so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they hate it. So if you're not Jewish, come along. You'll love it. Yes. No, but you you do particularly form, perform to a lot of Jewish people. Oh yeah, right? I've like, done some weird gigs. You, I believe people. you were on the on the some Jewish newspaper. Yeah, this I, was, week? I was just on the front cover of the Australian Jewish News. Well done. And my grandmother got a copy of it at her old age home, yeah. and <laughs> she has been so cocky about it. She is bragging to she, all the other residents. She's going to just all the other old ladies in the home. They're like, "This is my grandson," and they're just because she's got dementia and everyone else has dementia. She's yeah. bringing it up every four minutes, and yeah, it's it's always new to her. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's the best way to brag is you forget about it, remember it, and tell everyone. You know, like Dorian finding Nemo? Yeah. She's having that moment with me on the Jewish News Run cover this week. It's great. <laughs> so uh, leading up to the Comedy Festival, obviously you've been doing a lot of gigs and stuff to prepare. I was at a gig with you on Friday night <laughs> that was very obscure. You, Michael had to follow, guys. He had to follow a strongman act who was smashing plates over his head and pushing his, hammering his face into broken glass. And then, so just something that's way more impressive than anything you could do yeah. with words. Yeah. I felt so bad for you. I don't know how you handled the situation so well. I was watching it and I'm thinking, what am I going to do when I go on stage? Because yeah. they've just seen a man break his head over a plate and then smash a block of wood. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, and here are the comedy stylings of Michael Schaefer. Yeah. <laughs> And there's broken pieces of plate on the stage. It oh, was so like, it wasn't cleaned up? No, they tried to clean it up in between. You were yeah. just kicking, like, glass off the stage during your act. What, at the audience? Yeah, it was, it was like... Oh, the, just sliding it because you don't want to step in glass. Yeah, like, I could have actually really injured myself. Yeah. It was like performing at a Greek wedding. That's what I imagined. It just broken <laughs> glass everywhere. Um, is that the weirdest gig you'd done leading up to the fest? One of the weirdest. I mean, like, one of the weirdest gigs I've ever done was when I did a show uh, for a Jewish organization that runs, that does, that 
for volunteers that help with old Jewish people. Mm. And I thought the gig was going to be for the actual uh, volunteers. Turned out to just be for the old Jewish people. Right. So the average age of the crowd was 95. Several of them looked like they might have died during the gig. So (laughs) You were just on lookout for a heart attack. I got. I mean, that's pretty good. You could get off stage and be like, "Man, I I really killed it. <laughs> killed tonight, everyone in the audience." Um, I remember getting up on stage saying, "Like, oh, hey guys, I'm Michael Schaefer," and I saw a lady in the front row turn off her hearing aid and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So before the show, uh, we had a bit of fun with Michael, and we did a bit of Michael Schaefer. And you, because yeah. you mentioned when I came on the show that I got your name correct, which is Schaefer, <laughs> but people getting your name wrong happens all the time. I've heard Michael Schaefer. Yep. I've heard a lot of different things, but what we hadn't heard was Michael Schaefer, which yes. is more of a job title. Or Michael Kosher. Um, yeah. Often people, well, I've, I've done that one before. We'll be right back with Michael Schaefer being our Michael Schaefer. Earlier in the show, we were joined by comedian Michael Schaefer. Yes. Um, and, you know, just before the show, we thought if he's coming in to do an interview, we're doing him a favor. I'm he a busy guy. He could do a guy. few things for us, you know? We sometimes need to go get food before the show. We're busy. There's, there's people running around planning things, you know. Yeah. So we were like, hey, Michael Schaefer, could you be our Michael Schaefer? And go and we'll swing past the drive through at Macca's. And he was like, well, in the interest of radio wordplay and puns and me trying to sell tickets to my comedy festival show, yes, I can do that for you boys. And uh, this is how it went. Buckle up, everyone. Thanks, Thanks mate. First. I'm actually really hungry. Can we go to uh, Macca's? Okay. We'll yeah. go to Macca's, Luke. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> mate. It's better to sell some goddamn tickets, I'm telling you. <laughs> I should mention, I've only got my red pea place, so... If we do get pulled over, just one of you pretend to be my brother or something. <laughs> I would make fun of you, but I'm 24 and I have no license, so... Oh, really? Yes. No, I'm actually, I'm actually a full license. I was making a joke. Oh, good. Yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> so how's your day been, guys? Yeah, so I don't usually chat to the driver. So, <laughs> so it's uh, pretty rude that you haven't offered us any mints. What is Uber etiquette when you're a passenger? I craft my answers to give them the impression that I don't want to talk. The best answer is oh, I'm just travelling for business. Doesn't that, doesn't that follow up and be like, what business do you have? That's an interesting question, Michael, but I'm just travelling for business, mate. Go <laughs> <laughs> I can order. What are you guys getting? Uh, nah, can I get a frozen Coke? Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any kosher bacon? Sorry? It's a kosher bacon. It's like halal, but with bacon. It's a paradox. Sorry? Never mind. Can I get a McChicken? Uh, if you want some kosher bacon, you can just... There's 22 nights at the festival. Sorry, I can't tell you. Seven thirty 7.30pm. Alright, see you at the show. Thank you. That's going to sell some tickets, man. I reckon this entire joint of McDonald's. You're going to yeah, pack it mean. out with this, just a Macca's function. Alright, I'll pay for this, guys. Oh, thank you, man. Oh, um, good. I wasn't going to pay. Frozen Coke, the machine's kind of frozen, man. Like, it's not, it's not working. The frozen Coke machine is frozen. That's yeah. good. So that, That's amazing. That Isn't that before? a good thing? Yeah, it happens, it happens a fair bit. Is that because it's frozen Coke? Yeah, the machine just stops working. I don't know why. It's hey, directly. sorry, man. The oven's hot. I can't cook <laughs> dinner. Can I have a straw? <laughs> No, the straw machine's broken. The straw, the straw machine's really straw, man. <laughs> it's been, it's been full of straws. Uh, just back to work, please, driver. Sure. Yeah. Oh, there's a woman in the in the, in the drive-thru. <laughs> Run her down, please. Thank you. This is a drive-thru. Are you a car? Oh, she's got Heelys on. That's why. <laughs>
Well, thank you very much to Michael for driving us around. Yes, um, I wouldn't have been able to run those errands and get food without him, so uh, I appreciate very it. Very important. You know, I can't, you know me, mate. I can't do a show without a McChicken. Yep. <laughs> so, um, if you're going to go check out Michael Schaefer's show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, it's starting uh, this Thursday from yep. the 29th of March uh, to April 22nd at the Trades Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 8.15 p.m. Yep. Despite what I said in that video, not 7.30. Um, go check it out. Tickets at comedyfestival.com.au to see Michael Schaefer's show. Yep. Thank you very much to Michael for coming in. We highly recommend his show. This is Luke and Lewis on The Fox. Luke, my co-host, generally is a very, very generic man. Just standard, run-of-the-mill I'm a human. plain Jane. Yep. Um, Called Luke. Yep. <laughs> I'm a plain Luke. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, I'm very rare. I'm not very adventurous. You don't when have it comes outrageous fashion. I'll, no. I'll, I'll, try some, I'll try some risque things every now and then. I mean, then. You, you rock a leather jacket every day. Yeah. And you just want to be John Travolta, but that's a whole other thing. Oh, yeah, I wish. I wish I was Johnny. But uh, you you wish you were a Kmart mannequin. Yes. <laughs> and last week, I made a pretty adventurous move mm. and bought some leather boots. Shocking. And I've got them here with me. And I've only ever, ever seen you in Vans. Yep. Old Vans. Vans. Or Nikes. Yeah. Or thongs in summer. Yeah. That's never, it. never boots. I would never pick you for a boot guy. And uh, I met you. Well, I met the new you when, <laughs> when you're wearing boots last night. Yeah. And uh, got to say, different guy. Boot yeah. Luke, completely different. It changes me. I don't know who I become. All of a sudden, it's like I black out. I put on the boots, and then I wake up. And I'm like, you know, whenever I take them off, I'm like, what just happened? And everyone just tells me all these stories. Well, you're not wearing them now. Why don't you put them on now? And I'll I'll describe but, uh, here's the, the thing. To I, you. I don't, before we I put the boots on. Mm. I don't want what I'm, what like what's about to happen. I don't want people to judge Luke and Lewis and the Luke part of that show as mm. boot Luke. Right. This is an alter ego. I can't control it. He's a different person. Something can happen. You know, I'm behind. I'm behind safety glass right yeah. now, just for you my ready? own safety. Yeah. I'll put one on. He's putting one on. And listeners, they are big brown leather boots. Oh my god! He's I put, could beat you in an arm yeah. wrestle right now. <laughs> On Sorry, the, I just get really cocky when I wear the boots. On the bottom of them, they have a picture of rhinoceros and uh, <laughs> the other one's on. All right. Um, and you know what? These boots, they don't mess around because on the front of the boots, on the tongue, it says authentic boot and shoe co. Yeah, as opposed to non-fraudulent boots. Hypothetical sh- shoe co, which would just be a bad purchase. Yes. Lewis. Yeah. Yes, boot Luke. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Share portfolios, being confident. Man, I want to... This new boot, Luke, would you... What do you eat for lunch? Like a 300-gram ribeye steak? What is that? Haven't been wearing your boots often enough, I guess. You don't know what a ribeye steak is? No. You've got to wear those boots more. You've got to wear them in and maybe you'll figure it out. Right. (laughs) Usually, when I'm wearing the boots, like now, I'm just... I'm a a new man. I'm I'm versatile. I'm happening. I'm now. I'm fresh. What's that? Oh, it's Luke going into a business meeting. Oh, no. What's the time? (laughs) It's 5 o'clock. Camping? Great. Don't... Just change your shirt. Don't need to change my shoes. Would you wear a pink shirt? Salmon. Salmon. <laughs> so isn't it the same colour? No. <laughs> what about when the boots are off? Is it a pink shirt? Yeah, pink shirt. <laughs> uh, uh, the normal Luke probably wouldn't even wear a pink shirt. Yeah, that's that's even too plain for Luke. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, you know what? I would only ever have the confidence to wear such a shirt wearing mm. the boots as well. You know what, boot Luke? I've got a hypothetical for you. Yeah. You open a door. Someone's trying to go in. Out the door, you're trying to go in. Who moves? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> The door moves away. <laughs> the, the door moves open for me, yeah. and the other person bows. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I've uh, got another one. You're at, you're at a cafe. You order, uh, you order a piccolo. 
because you're in your boots, mm-hmm. right? But then, so it turns out someone has been in there five minutes before, also ordered a piccolo. Mm. The guy goes, who ordered the piccolo? You know it's the guy who came in before you. Mm. You pick it up? No, I swat it off the table and say, give me a large <laughs> for the price of a piccolo. <laughs> Incredible, mate. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I don't like who I've become, mm. but I, I look, did, should I stick with the boots? Because they cost me a lot of money and I don't think I can return them. Here's the thing, mate. Because uh, when I put them on, people don't really want to hang out with your them. Your personality's changed. I, yeah. don't think, I don't think I can respect you, but you know what? I really respect those boots. Yeah, thank Leave you. Leave them on. Good. And as boot Luke... I'm not going to respect you back, but I will command respect in return for, for no unreciprocated respect. That's what you'll get when I wear these boots. It's an honour. <laughs> this is Boot Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Luke, have you, have you seen... There's an epidemic of ride-sharing apps out there. Started with Uber, great yep. idea. Should have stopped with Uber. Yep. We don't need anything else. But, but they nailed it in yeah. one. A to B, order it on your phone. That's, that's business. Yeah. That's traveling. Don't need anything else. It's a car. It's great. But then all of these other businesses started popping up with, oh, why don't we do Uber? Why don't we com- combine the convenience of Uber with the inconvenience of any other mode of transport? Yeah, with the inconvenience of riding a bike around the CBD. O-bikes. Yes. Okay. Uh, which is something that I think I've seen people using twice. I saw a guy trying to ride. All the time. I saw a guy trying to ride one last week with no handlebars. I was like, yeah. give up. <laughs> find a new one. There's one on every. There's one thrown uh, uh, like up trees. You can find them everywhere. I, I think that you could assemble an O bike just from walking down the street and picking yeah, up parts from dead other parts people. of other O bikes. It's the only way you can use it now. Uh, but a new one has come out, uh, which is called Scoot. And what is they that like the Razor. No, just no. Get out there. See, now that's something I would use. Right. <laughs> this is uh, those... Kick, just kick flip your way to work. Just yeah. Hopping down the street. If anyone gets in the way, you just take out their ankles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one I actually would, I, I wouldn't use. It's called Scoot and it's those little Vespa scooters. Like, I'm oh. not cool enough to ride a motorbike, but I don't have enough money to buy a car, so I've got a scooter. So they've just copied Uber Eats mm. and been <laughs> like, you can drive yourself around. Yeah. Yeah, that is because what the Uber Eats people... Yeah. Drive, but I was. Uh, it got me thinking. Really, there's still so much room in this ride-sharing industry. So, well, uh, there's clearly up, demand. Yeah, we've come up with a few different ways. I mean, it all works like Uber, but we just need to change the uh, what the type of ride it is. Yep. Uh, so we'll just pitch a few. Um, uh, my first idea: uh, pogo stick. <laughs> all right. So you download the app, you find your nearest pogo stick, and wait for it. Official slogan: Hop on, hop there. Hop off. <laughs> it's called hop. Peyton that now. Yeah. Trademark it. No one take that, okay? You're getting sued, You're going right? to be a millionaire. <laughs> uh, one flag with that. Mm. Not very efficient. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. As long but as you... Good as slogan. Long, as long as, great slogan. Yeah. As long as you acknowledge that it's probably slower than walking, then great. It's probably slower than jumping. <laughs> if you really want to think about it. More fun, much slower. Yeah. I've got one. What have you got? Uh, horse. Ah. The original ride share. <laughs> the OG. Often overlooked when it comes to technology. Is yes. the horse the thing that we replaced with technology? Yeah. I like it, though. Slowly. I mean, it does require a lot of maintenance. Um, mm. And, I, you know, I don't think you can just... It's hard to order a horse because there's yeah. a horse... 
the horse would have to have the app, and the horses don't have opposable thumbs, so <laughs> it'd also, be hard for the horse to communicate back. Yeah, that's true. And also, if it ha- if it's not being hired, uh, who's looking after the horse? Exactly. Yeah. Well, look, there's a few flaws, like yours. So, <laughs> uh, here, I got another one. Uh, pedal boat. You know those things. Ah, oh, like that. Everyone hates to do at the beach. Yeah. Little yeah. known fact. Official name: pedalo. That's what they're called. Actually, everyone just, yeah, everyone just calls them pedal boats, I but just, they're called pedalos. Um, I just call them a waste of money. Uh, yeah, actually, scratch that. Bad idea. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> what about the uh, like jet ski or no? Because I mean, water people don't really need to get around water though. No, unless you're DJ Khaled. Oh, that would be good for him. What about tugboat? He would need a tugboat. Yeah, because <laughs> he always gets lost in his jet ski. Yeah, that's true. My, my final idea, uh, it's literally a ride share, merry-go-round. You're just going to share that ride right. with other people. It, no no app needed. It, you just, it you know, does. He's a merry-go-round kid, share. But it does rely on people needing to go nowhere because it comes back to background. You could travel 90 degrees. Yeah. You could do, you can, instead of doing a horizontal version, you could do a vertical, uh, that you could do a Ferris wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, mate. It's a good idea. Let's start One business. final one. Yeah. Uh, this one, great idea, fun for the kids, uh-huh. but I worry there's only one in the world. Uh, okay. Big red car by the Wiggles ride share. <laughs> <laughs> toot toot chugga chugga. Book that car. Book that car. <laughs> <laughs> We're touching on some some very important issues today, Luke. Yep. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about something that I th- I think about all the time, but I've just realised I've never talked to somebody else about it, and I think that everyone thinks about this thing when they do it. So, generally, with uh, toilets that are in offices or shopping centres or wherever, yep. there's generally three cubicles, three stalls where you're sitting down. There's one closest to the door. Yep. There's one in the middle and there's one furthest away from the door. And I think everyone's intention is to use the least used cubicle. Everyone wants to, wants the cleanest experience. Of course. <laughs> but it gets... <laughs> But it gets me thinking. I think I have my own. I have my own stall, and I have my own reasons behind that stall. And I'll always pick that if it's available because I think that's the least used. Yeah, do you have one? As I well? do this too. But my thing is like, I try and reverse psychology. Okay. Other people who I assume use the toilets too. Right. And my theory is, I always go to the one closest to the door because mm. I'm like, I know for a fact other people think. Oh, I won't go to the one closest to the door because, like, that's people the probably easiest use one. that. That's the easiest one to go to. Mm. But then I think other people think that, so then they go to the middle or furthest one away because of that. Yeah. But I just go. I try and call their bluff, and I'm like, "Nah, I'm going balls deep straight in the first one." Or what could be happening is you're just doing what most people are doing. Yeah, or I'm just like a genius. Or I'm a genius, or I'm just really unhygienic. <laughs> yeah. See, I what do use, you do? I use the one furthest from the door. So, I don't touch the first one, yeah. I don't touch the middle. I use the one furthest away because my theory is a lot of people don't really like walking and a lot of people, especially the ones who really need to go, mm. they're not holding out until the third stall. That's my theory. So, I'm thinking even if most people use the third stall, you don't think. dirtiest people using their first option. So, you think that people can't hold 
another meter. They can't hold an emergency one, and those are the ones that you want to be da- that you need to be careful of. That's true. Yeah, you don't want to be in the aftermath of a of a dangerous brew. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think that everyone thinks this because, and everyone has their own theories. So we think you're throwing it to you guys. Give us a call. Well, I want to know now which is the cleanest. Yeah, give us a call on thirteen ten sixty when there's three cubicles closest to the door, middle, furthest from the door. Which one do you use? Where do you put and why? Ten sixty. Give us a call. Luca Lewis on the Fox. We're talking about best cubicle practices when it comes to having to sit down. When you go into an office, yep. toilets, or a shopping center toilets, when there's three stalls closest to the door, middle, and furthest from Which the door. Which one out of those is the optimum cubicle selection? Yes, because you want to use the least used one, and it, everyone has a theory as to which one is the least well, everyone, used yeah, one. No one wants to have a dirty poo. No. <laughs> I think we can say for everyone, no mm. one wants to do that. People want to do it as hygienically as possible, which really just comes into people playing mind games yes. against other users of the toilet and... We, we thought we put it out to you guys because I'm personally a first stall guy because mm-hmm. I think that everyone else thinks that's the dirtiest. Yes. But therefore, everyone goes, that's the dirtiest. I'm not going to go there. So yeah. I reverse psychology them mm. or I'm just taking, you know, dirty poos. Dirty poos. Yeah. I'm furthest away because I think, you know, if people need to go, they're going to go to the closest one or the middle one. They're not yeah. going to go for that. It's a big walk. That's an extra step, yeah. you know. But uh, we've got Justin on the line. Which cubicle do you use and why? I use the third one because the first two are always the grosses. Yes. What's your evidence to back that up? I went out last night in South Yarra in Melbourne and the second and third one was occupied. So I had to use the third first one and I almost vomited (laughs) due to the... So um, you've just gone to a dirty bar and are now judging everyone, like every single situation of that one alone. Yeah, Justin, I don't think South Yarra is the best place to do this experiment. South yeah. Yarra at night time, I'm thinking just don't use any of them. Yeah. I would, <laughs> but it was early. Yeah, I was but early. I, I'd go home. Yeah. <laughs> I'd poo in the street, man. Yeah. <laughs> to go in the urinal. Um, all right. Uh, Alexa, Alexa. Uh, which cubicle do you use and why? Um, my toilet tactic is go for the middle. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because you outsmart everyone because they think they're outsmarting you by going to the closest one or the furthest one, but they forgot about the middle one. Right. But you do run the risk of having a higher chance of someone else coming in and sitting down next to you, which Double isn't chance. great. Or, I, or, or are you not shy? Um, I think you use your senses as well. Like if you smell something, that could lead you... Mm, yes. right so you're like a dog. You select with your by sniff. Yeah. Do you just sniff yeah. your way around the toilets and then yeah. detect a clean a cleaner uh, toilet basin? You know what, Alexa? If I was sitting in a cubicle and someone op- I heard the door open and then I just heard, <laughs> I I would run. I'd get out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good theory. That's anyway. a great theory. I like your thinking, Alexa. You've got to use all your senses, like sight and everything, and the position. Touch. Yeah. Taste. Hard to hear a dirty poo. <laughs> uh, and uh, Cameron, uh, which which cubicle do you think is the best one to use? Uh, the middle one. Right. Why is that? Yeah. Oh, kind of based on the like in the when you go to the urinal, if there's like three there, mm. if you've got somebody in the middle, you don't necessarily want to um, stand next to them. But with the That's toilet, true. it's just like you, you uh, if you 
because you, you don't want somebody on either side of you, you take the middle one, so it's yeah. less likely to have been used. I do. I, 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 yeah, this I'm is feeling that, actually. So, the, the, yeah. the, pay, the payoff is that somebody may come in and sit next to you, yeah. but it's, I reckon it's a, in terms of being the cleanest, I reckon that's going to This is a very exactly. balanced approach. So I you like have to. Theory. What, you're, what you're saying is you've got to make a sacrifice and you've got to go, all right, there might be two people next to me, but at least I'm going to have a nice, clean run here. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to risk yeah. it for the shit biscuit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, Lewis, Lewis I have the answer. the answer. I yeah. googled the answer in the song, uh-huh. and you might be surprised to know that the answer differs between genders. What? So men have different toilet habits to women. Right. So Alexa, our female listener, yeah. said the middle, whereas uh, our our male listener said furthest away. Yeah. The men tend to uh, opt to whatever's closest to the door because, right? Quote. I knew it. Men just can't be bothered. To they go, yeah, I need a poo. And, and that's the one that you use. <laughs> yeah. So you've been doing dirty yeah. poos, mate. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. And women. But is, is the least used one the furthest away? Yeah. Well, by that theory, yes. In the men's bathroom, the furthest away one is. I knew it. So I was right in yeah. terms of men. I mean, I don't go into the women's bathroom very much, but yes. if I do, what's the least used <laughs> one? If you do, you'll get arrested. But <laughs> for those women listening, uh, the women tend, uh, tend to gravitate to the furthest one, because right. they go like, oh, they think about it. yeah, they think about it more. Guys are just They're like, smarter. oh, a butter curry, let's get this done. <laughs> but like, <laughs> girls are like, let's put some thought, let's give it a sniff, and then they walk and they work their way through the cubicles. Well, there you go, listeners. You're very welcome. Yep. Now you know. Um, we'll we'll be back after this with the answer for unisex toilet, <laughs> which we didn't get to cover. <laughs> That's the end of the show, guys, and uh, we are going on break for the Easter holidays for about two weeks. Yes, we're going to be uh, away snacking on hot cross buns. Um, evidently, according to the bakeries and supermarkets, it's been Easter for eight months now. <laughs> they started about last November. So. Yeah, but it's still going. It's, uh, but I've been very happy about that. Yes, and uh, guys, go check out Michael Schaefer, who was on the show at the Comedy Festival. Tickets at comedyfestival.com.au. But not only that, if you like a bit of Schaefer and if you like our show, you're doing a show, aren't you, Luke? I'm also doing a show at the Comedy Festival, yes. Yes, what's it called? Because I can. Oh, why are you doing that? Because I can. <laughs> so-, <laughs> so check out Luke and Michael Schaefer at the Comedy Festival. We're going to be back in ten in in two weeks. In ten uh, what? I don't know. Ten. Finish the show. All right. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Hey, podcasters or... Whatever your name is, let's start again. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we're not starting again now. That was the worst start, and we're keeping it in. Oh, we always. Hey, podcasters, up. or whatever your name is, that uh, was much better. You spat all over the microphone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, ew. Oh! Oh! it's white. <laughs> ew. Hey, podcasters. <laughs> Yuck, man. That's oh. gross. We're leaving that in. That was the best start now. I'm sorry, Fev. Fev has to come and use that in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what are we here to say? I've completely forgotten now. Oh, oh we're not going to be back for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, we're taking a quick break um, because they don't want to pay us holiday rates. So Yeah. No, well, there's no shows on air. They don't want to pay no, anyone holiday rates. Yeah, they don't want to pay anyone holiday rates. So uh, we're going on holiday, guys. Yes. What are you doing for the break? Are you going um, on holiday? I'm starting the comedy festival oh. and um, no holidays for me. Yeah, I'm getting my comedy special ready. So yeah. we're not really having a break, but uh, we are earning less money. So we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be back with the podcast in two weeks. Yes, two weeks on the Sunday. We'll see you then. All right. I've got to clear this microphone. Yeah i got to spit on mine to fit in. 
<laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.